Welcome to The Body Nerd Show. I'm your host, Alexandra Ellis, and after a decade in the fitness industry, I've finally cracked the code on how you can build sustainable strength without getting hurt. I'm a coach, writer, yogi, kettlebell devotee, lover of lifting heavy things, and 100% a body nerd. So stick with me, and I'll teach you how to make body maintenance and movement mastery a fundamental part of your wellness routine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back. You're listening to episode 48 of The Body Nerd Show. On today's show, I'm trying to answer the age-old question, strength versus flexibility. Which is more important? We're going to talk about what mobility actually is and what it has to do with all of this and why unlocking your tension is the most important thing you can do to get stronger. So right after I graduated college was when I really started working out more seriously. I played sports all throughout growing up and soccer all throughout high school, but this concept of working out unrelated to a sport never, ever, ever happened. And even then, I didn't want to get bulky, which is a whole other conversation about what that actually means, maybe for a future episode, let me know. But I was also right in the midst of my yoga training. So I was doing a ton of stretching. And while I was spending a lot of time working on my flexibility, because of that, it was super duper important. Also for my identity as a yoga teacher, because what yoga teacher isn't flexible, you know, there, there was a lot of things going on, a lot of myths that have now been busted. But all of that is to say that when I met Dr. Kelly Starrett of Mobility Wad, and I felt confident enough to start doing strength training and specifically CrossFit, and I got into it, I was really surprised to find that I didn't lose my flexibility. And in fact, the stronger I got, the better my body started to feel. And so I know that this question, strength versus flexibility, where should I focus, especially if you are dealing and stuck in that injury cycle or you are dealing with pain on a fairly regular basis, it's unclear. So that's my goal with today's episode is to answer that question because getting stronger doesn't actually affect your flexibility. And so which is more important? And to get deeper into that, we have to understand basic muscle anatomy first. And so the biggest thing to know is that muscles only pull. They don't push. It's the overlap of something called the sarcomere, which is what creates movement. And if you overlap your fingers with one another, it basically is like that. It's sort of like a sliding mechanism. And so when one muscle contracts, the sliding bits, we'll say, slide over one another more. But when it relaxes, they don't then push each other out. They simply relax. And then it's the muscle on the opposite side of the joint, which is responsible for contraction. And that's what makes magic happen, which isn't magic. It's just biomechanics. So let's take your elbow, for example. On one side of your arm, you have the biceps. And then on the back of your arm, you have the triceps. So when your biceps contract, when that sarcomere overlaps more, your elbow bends. And then you can take your glass of water, whatever you're drinking, to your your face. 
then the biceps relaxes, but that still doesn't change anything. It's not until your tricep contracts that your elbow then straightens. And I hope you are doing this while I'm talking about it because I definitely am. So muscles always work in tandem with one another, really in opposition. It's that agonist-antagonist relationship. But the biggest thing to understand is they only pull. They never, ever, ever push, which means that there's always some amount of tension present in any muscle throughout your body. It's called resting tension. And this is an important thing to have because if you had no resting tension, you would literally just collapse to the floor. And that's sort of what happens when you pass out. Your body completely relaxes and boom, you hit the ground. So the amount of tension that you have in any muscle at any given time, that's what keeps you upright. And this is what's known as resting tension. And you can think of it on a scale from one to 10. If one is completely relaxed, you're asleep, like dead weight, versus 10, which is fully contracted, I'm trying to pull a heavy tire or couch across a room. I guess I just have lots of CrossFit pictures in my head right now. So one to 10, one being super relaxed, 10 being the most contracted. And so, you know, let's just say five is where your muscles, and it differs around your body depending on the area, but let's take your upper traps, for example. So the muscles at the tops of your shoulders that connect to your neck, you know, the ones that are always, always, always tight. So let's say they rest at five most of the time. But then you do a really tough workout. There's a lot of overhead stuff. And now they're really sore. So maybe they're at a six and a half or a seven. And then you go to work and you work at your desk and you didn't do any body maintenance, no body work, nothing after your workout. So they're not only stiff, but now they have work stress. And now your upper traps aren't at a six and a half. It's more like a seven or an eight. And then you go to sleep and you have a kind of crappy pillow and you wake up the next morning and your neck is like super duper stiff. Well, now that resting tension is at like a nine and a nine with pain. So remembering that muscles can only pull, right? And they don't push. So they only pull. You can only build strength through contraction, right? Because that's the only way muscles work. So if your muscle that you're trying to target, and we'll keep with this upper trap example, is already at a nine of tension because it's so super duper stinking tight, all you have is from nine to 10 to possibly even contract it a little bit further. So you can't actually build any more strength if you already are super, super tight. Unlocking tension is so important. It's so important because it allows your muscles and really the connective tissue and all the things involved to then move through their full range of motion. So what also happens when you unlock tension? You get better flexibility. You can't have one without the other. If you're so locked up, you're like the tin man, your strength building efforts are going to be affected. And so Flexibility is super important, but also strength is really important. And to be able to build strength throughout your entire body in a way that's really balanced, you have to have both. 
Now you're going to argue with me and say, oh yeah, but what about these bodybuilders? Or, you know, I have a friend who's like really super stiff. He can't do anything, but he's so super strong. So yeah, you can definitely build strength to some degree. But if your goal is to move well, to maintain your body and to feel really, really good, you're going to have to do both. You're going to have to work on strength, but to work on strength, you have to work on flexibility also, which then brings us to this idea of mobility. Now, I googled the definition of mobility. God bless Google. Learned so much from there. Um, The definition of mobility is the ability to move which is not very helpful at all. So within the fitness world, when you hear the term mobility, the way I define mobility is your ability to control your movement through all positions or ranges. So it's like flexibility with strength. They're equally as important when it comes to mobility. So you can think of mobility as um, you being able to move your hip through a large circle with control versus somebody else doing it for you. And if somebody else does it for you, that's more of an expression of how flexible you are. And mobility, again, is your ability to control it. So this is why uncovering your gaps is so important and often why I usually work on both simultaneously. Because remember, a big part of your flexibility is your brain trusting that you can get in and get out of any position safely. So when you work on them at the same time, you get the benefit of both. Now, I don't do a ton of static stretching in my own personal practice because I don't need to. I can already put my palms on the floor and not that that's a good thing that you need to be working towards. I just, I don't need to work on it, right? And so that's also where uncovering your gaps is so important. If you actually do need better hamstring flexibility and better hip flexibility, then absolutely work on it. But if you're just working on flexibility, you'll miss out on the benefits that strength and better body control and better mobility will also bring. So to me, strength and flexibility are equally important. And when it comes to exercise in general, I'm always thinking about if this specific movement, this specific exercise, or this class is going to help me move better, do something a little bit easier, or it's just fun. Because if it doesn't fall into one of those, I don't do it. It's one of the greatest things to learn as an adult is that you don't have to do things you don't want to do. And you shouldn't be punishing yourself through movement because life is too short to do stuff you don't like. So strength and flexibility are equally as important, but you definitely want to work on them and incorporate them into your training all the time. And when I say all the time, I just mean when you're doing it. I'm not saying be working out 17 days a week. You don't need to do that. But if you're always doing body weight yoga, right? Or I mean, really, it's just yoga. I'm saying body weight because there's no extra weight involved. Maybe you start to involve some strength training. Doesn't have to be anything crazy, but just starting with something is actually going to help improve how your body feels and how you move. And if you're on the other end of the spectrum and you just work on strength training all the time, or you just run all the time, then maybe working on some flexibility and adding in some strength 
would be beneficial as well. So it's important to think of all of these different things, right? Really to move your body in all the ways that it can move and all the ways it was designed to move, even if you can't actually do them. And this is why we work on functional body weight exercises inside Movement Mavens. It's so important to me that all of my members can move better, do something easier, whether it's getting your groceries or your kid or your cute little puppers in and out of the car or things that are just fun because your body was designed to move all the way down to a cellular level. So move well and move with joy. That's absolutely how I like to approach movement. So did we really answer the question, strength versus flexibility? I think as with most things, we sort of end up at the place of it depends and both matter. They are equally as important and you definitely should be bringing in both to your workouts, to your body maintenance, to ensure that your body is strong and balanced and that you feel good to do all the things you want to do. So I want to know, what do you think? Have you found strength to be more helpful than flexibility or flexibility more important than strength? Maybe again, for you runners, you have done all the running, but maybe it's time to turn your focus toward building strength or flexibility. So I want to hear from you. Send me a DM or tag me on Instagram. I'm at Famala, or you can always call the Body Nerd hotline or voicemail box. I don't know, whatever you want to call it at 818-396-6501. And that number and all of this information is in the show notes. And remember that show notes, fun links, free downloads, the Body Nerds group, and pretty much everything else lives over at aewellness.com slash podcast. And thank you so much for taking the time to listen today. I know we're a little bit short and to the point, but I hope you got some fun movement in today as you listened, or at least you have something planned for later on. And if you enjoyed this week's episode, I would so appreciate it if you hit that subscribe button. It lets you know, the evil algorithm, which isn't evil, it's just the way things work, but it lets the algorithm know that you enjoy the show and that you want to hear more. And you can even head on over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to the show and leave a review because all of that helps other body nerds find the show. Or maybe just share it with somebody who needs to hear this today. Share it with your workout buddy. Share it with your running buddy. Share it with your mom. She wants to know too. (laughs) So here's to asking better questions, moving more, working on strength and flexibility and mobility, and always getting nerdy. Thank you for helping me spread the word that your body is super cool and that you, my friend, can change the unchangeable. I'll talk to you next week. Pain stops you in your tracks. And bodywork is one of the fastest and most effective ways to deal with it. I've put together a free PDF with the six places you need to roll right now for quick relief. Plus, the reason why what you've tried so far has only given you a temporary fix. So whether it's back pain, plantar fasciitis, neck tension, shoulder pain, or tight hips, I've got you covered. And when you download it now, I'll also send you some video demos to get you started even faster. Head on over to aewellness.com slash bodywork, that's B-O-D-Y-W-O-R-K, to get started today.